0: It's your boy, Tommy V of Raw Sex, and we're going to jump right into it. And um, I came across this post, and it says, uh, Isn't it funny how black feminist women on social media are so delusional about how they are perceived by dissatisfied black men that they would actually presume that black males posting unflattering truths about them are, quote, white men pretending to be black men or, quote, black men trolling for attention? They truly are clueless about their nasty personalities and their attitudes. And uh, this is a kind of a redundant topic and I'm sad. It's sad that I, I feel like I still have to constantly. Um, it's sad that I feel like I have to constantly kind of bring this up. And I feel like this is like my 12th episode kind of centered around this same thing. But I do feel like it has to kind of keep keep getting pounded in people's heads. That's what's gonna break the, the wall down and allow for the real conversations to flow so the people can actually grow. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, we we, we, we really had to take a break from in my opinion, I mean we, we, we never get a full break, but we kind of had to step aside from our real true fights to deal with this severe issue because we sat there as black men and we allowed this to happen. And I'm going to tell you a very simple form as to why black men allowed this to happen. This going to sound very shallow, but when you think about it, I'm going to tell you guys where we need to be held accountable on this whole thing that's going on with black women. We sat there and we watched our women become bitches and hoes. And um, we allowed it. Even though we knew it wasn't the best path. We knew it was going to affect our own daughters and sisters and the girls that we actually care about. Um, you know, we knew that eventually it would even affect us, which it clearly has. And it has a lot of us bothered. Let's, let's call it what it is, you know. And um, we, we, we turned a blind eye to it and we allowed it and even encouraged it because we were horny. We said these black bitches finally finna start putting out left and right. I'm 28. I was born in '93. I was raised mostly in Atlanta. The beginning, the beginning of it in the Cobb County. And I can tell you that I watched Black women change, even right in my own lifestyle. You know, um, in my own lifeline, um, timeline, whatever you want to call it. And, what well, a lot of younger brothers don't know and a lot of older brothers don't really talk about, but if you ask most of them, they'll tell you what I'm about to tell you is the truth. And I've talked to you guys about this before. Black women weren't really putting out like they, like like, the way they do now, not back then. You could date a black woman for years and get married to her and everything. And she still wouldn't suck your dick. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like they weren't, they were very basic. You know, you only like scandalous, hoish black women was really throwing that thing around like that, but like, this whole wave of just fucking black girls on the first day and them sucking your dick. Don't even know your last name. Like all, all of that, that, this that's, that's newer. That's more recent. And, um, the way that we see black women dress now regularly, the way they wear their hair, the different hairstyles, stuff like that, the different things they like to do to express themselves outwardly. That was the way that hoes and bitches and hoes used to express themselves. You know, um, Regular black girls, even black girls that were kind of edgy, a little hood, you know, a little preppy, whatever, you know, if they were from the suburbs, you know, the Ashley Banks types, it didn't matter. They they still had a certain level of uh, discipline and integrity and honor about them. Actually, I would say um, kind of more than even white women at one point. They were actually, no, I wouldn't say kind of, no, they were. You know, there's always hood rats. There was always chicken heads, but of course, that's gonna come from areas with low education and, and poverty. You're gonna have all kind of different things brought up there. That. That's a breeding ground for nothing but dysfunction and destruction. So, um, not just not just poverty, but piling people up on top of each other too. There's a lot of poor places in the world where people get to at least have some room. They're not living in you know, like 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 New York City or something like that. You know, so anyways, um, or in the projects or some shit. But anyways, um, you know, you have uh, black men start to see that the way the hoes used to carry themselves and the, the way they used to refer to each other and like, bitch, bitch, all this bitch, bitch, bitch. And the weed, the blonde straight wigs and the nails and the tattoos everywhere and the weed smoking and the cussing and hollering. We like, oh, well, we know what come with that mentality and those behavior sex. Those are the type of girls who was putting out back in the days. So now what we see is we see this wide spectrum, right? The, the pro-black girl, the conscious black girl, the corporate business savvy. I'm educated. I'm educated like on Kevin Samuel. So they, they call it PhD. I'm a PhD. The PhD is the, the hood hoes, the baddies, right? The Instagram models. I'm getting flued out. Um, I mean, just all across the spectrum we see this now plaguing all the black girls where it used to be just one group mainly and then even in the other types of groups you could just look at them and just tell like oh she she's on that now it's like they're all on that and they all you know kind of mix and mix and dabble with what i call whole culture and culture as in You know, lingo, clothing, hairstyles, the way they carry themselves, mentalities, little sayings, little ways of doing things or handling things or little mannerisms and stuff like that. And these things in black men's head equated to sex i'm finally finna get my dick sucked from black girl i don't gotta go try to get with becky and and whoever else no more and, and, and an asian girl because the spanish girl was like the black girl too she was being stiff too but the white girls was like sucking dicks you know what i'm saying the white girls was sucking like they, they get taught to suck dick when they when they're growing up it's a fact so um basically you know when we've seen these blonde wigs and these 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 outward things that eventually kind of pour into who you are as a person, right? Because you gotta fit what you looking like, right? You ain't gonna see no nigga, you know. I mean, it's, I mean, you do see, but it's rare to see a dude dressed like a thug and then he opens his mouth like, "Hey, yeah, hey, how you doing?" You know, you you know, this doesn't fit. You you, you want to dress like that and. You' gonna have to kind of have the attitude. It's not the clothes; it's the swagger. It's 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 what's it's you that make the clothes. You take the same clothes off a street nigga and give them to a nerdy white kid, and you'll be like, "The fuck he got on?" Because you it don't fit him. You see what I'm saying? You take the nerdy the nerdy kid clothes, give it to the street nigga, and he'll be like, "What the fuck you doing?" It don't fit him. We give them uniforms to who they belong to, but black women are wearing the uniform of hoes now. So, and I know some of y'all are like, this, this is not where this conference went to go. This is good. But trust me, I'll bring it back full circle in a second. So that's where black men got messed up. So because we were thinking with our dicks, you know, as I said, the little head, not the big head, you know what I'm saying? Because we were thinking with our dicks and we weren't thinking about the big picture, we ignored everything else. I mean, we've been telling black girls to be bitches and hoes since hip hop first really kicked off and became kind of mainstream. And the labels benefited off of us destroying our community. Uh, so it was promoted even more, um, which just bred all of that. Nowadays, that's all you hear it is destructive rap. You don't really hear, like, fun rap no more, summertime, Will Smith. You know, you don't really hear stuff like that. No, everything is, you know, I want to get some fuck. I want to get some money. I want to shoot somebody. I want to do these drugs. I'm to sell these drugs. I'm going to scam them. That's, that's what it's all, that's all about for the most part, right? I mean. The, the good shit will always win. That's why you got the, the, the three goats of rap right now. They say it's who, Drake, J. Cole, Kendrick. They're not gangster guys. You know, these guys rap about some good stuff every now and then. So, But nonetheless, that'll make up for the other 50 million rappers who, aren't, who are flooding you with this. And we get Kendrick, what, once every two, three years? We get J. Cole whenever, I guess, he decides to get out of bed or whatever he's doing. And we get Drake every day, so it's oversaturated. So really, majority of the music is crap now, right? But um so we were telling them to be bitches and hoes, they vibrated to that frequency. I could break that down to you deeper, but they vibrated to that frequency even though they didn't like it, they still bopped their heads to it, which brought in the energy, which turned them that into that mentality. They started to feel like wow. Then they also lost a lot of their men in the nineties. Um, especially in the 90s and early 2000s, to white women. So they're like, What is the white girl doing that I'm not doing? Well, she can't really cook better than me. She's not really, you know, um, gonna hold a nigga down as well as I am. But oh, I heard she over there sucking dick. So black girls like, Okay. And then the music telling them suck a dick and then they hear and slob. and why not? It all mixes in, right? I mean, do I could really rate this down for two, three hours if I had to, but I'm just trying to really run through it. And then now they start doing all this other shit. And it's, it's like, Yeah, yeah, we don't even want you if you ain't fucking. I, I used to be like that. You know, I don't want a girl. And they 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 feel that pressure, you know, in you know, a woman to want to be with a man. So whatever the man wants is what they gonna try to, you know, imitate. So uh, you have a bunch of fake hoes. You have a lot of wannabe hoes that, you know, I I, like I tell I used to tell people back in the day, a wannabe is worse than a real gangster because the wannabe gangster gonna do, he gonna go and overcompensate because he feels the need to because he's fake he's a poser so he feel like if he really want to be a real gangster let's just say he is a fake gangster but in his heart he wants to be real or at least seem as real as possible to other real niggas he's going to be doing more shit the gangster's like i'm gonna do what i gotta do this nigga's doing he going up and beyond so he really gonna fuck the shit up way worse fuck the streets up way worse than a real nigga a real nigga might come out of the streets after 30 years with like four bodies. This nigga might come out with like 10. Not because he's hard but because he really six of them was pussy shots. You know him getting scared and shooting a nigga. You know what I'm saying? Or him being scared to fight. So like, that's why he got more bodies than him but he really not the real nigga though. So it's kind of the same thing. You got a lot of fake hoes. Like out of all 30 hoes that we see these days, only five of them really real cold-blooded thorough hoes. The rest of them is just wannabes and they know that's what they gotta do to look cool to other women and, and to stay in control of this new age of simpery uh weak beta male men so or men who have just gone their own way or are gay or just whatever out you know out the way kind of like me like i'm right now in life I'm, I'm out the way you know i'm out the way of a lot of shit though i ain't just out the way of uh you know dating or anything like that but anyways so we we allowed that you know saying because it what it indicated to us when we saw the shift come in and some of us my age and older, you, you can kind of remember you know the, when the shift really came in and then what happened was social media. Became a thing and it boosted it. It just like amp- social media was an amplifier. So a lot of people think social media made people bad. No, it just amplified things. Like like for example, a lot of the old heads see the young niggas now, you know, on Instagram. You know, the street niggas. You know, they're like, why are they so stupid? Why are they post everything, nigga? You would do. You was doing the same shit. You just didn't have social media. Why do you th- think we have all these pictures of all, uh, of, the, of these gangsters holding up money and guns? They they was they was snapchatting too they just didn't have a snapchat does that make any sense if they would have had it they would have been you don't think Rich Porter would have been on Instagram for all my niggas who, like, know about, like, gangsters in America, like, you don't think Rich Porter would have been on Instagram? Come on, now, that get. Oh, what about Alpo? Oh, you know Alpo would have been fucking bitches on it. Yeah, you know, I just shot a nigga last week. Yeah, you know, I'm over here in Harlem. Yo, check me out. Al, you know. Yeah, niggas, niggas, was going to be on Instagram, bro. Y'all niggas wearing Gucci suits. Y'all niggas doing more than we doing. They was wearing Gucci suits, getting Gucci interior in their cars, you know, from Dapper Dan, and these niggas was making... $100,000 a day, you goddamn right they was gonna show the world, man, they, all them niggas would've been on Instagram, all Tukey Williams all them, Larry Hoover, all them niggas would've been on Instagram, with guns and drugs and money too, bitches too you know what I'm saying, I don't wanna hear that shit you know, but um, you know, it amplified it and it, and it made our women even now they have more examples to, to pull from and more validation and, and instant gratification and things like that and it destroyed our women and we sat back and we allowed it just because we liked how it looked on the surface because truth be told a lot of brothers like to talk about traditional women and traditional this traditional that and i tell people i'm like hold on now let's slow down and punt the brakes because if things were to really go back to if we were Snap Tomorrow morning Wake up in the morning Tomorrow, And everything is back traditional A lot of you niggas Gonna be like Damn man Where the hoes at We, we finally kind of Got them where we want them We created a monster And it turned around And bit our fucking heads off But at least it came with some, A lot of sex These girls go back traditional Y'all niggas ain't getting No pussy till you put a ring On that finger I just want y'all to know that now And the traditional That y'all be referring to Isn't poly It's, it's monogamy when I say traditionalism, I'm, I'm thinking more so. Poly, really, man is full, in full authority. If he want a second wife, he gonna get a second wife. But the traditionalism, 90% of everybody, black male, white men, whoever, females refer to when we talk traditionalism talks, or old-fashioned talks, or organic, original talks, yeah. You're not you're not gonna be fucking hoes. You're not gonna be meeting up with bitches and getting head in the car. Like, ain't none of that going on. Like you'd be lucky to marry a woman and find out after you marry her that she even suck dick or don't suck dick. Because you can't even talk to her about that you know, on a date. If we go to go back to traditionalism and y'all niggas want to complain about money you're going to be spending that check. Because they didn't pay for shit back then. 50-50 who? She didn't have a job. And if she did, she didn't make shit, shit of money. Women went to jobs and got allowances. We got wages and salaries. They would pay women back then, but that was a fucking allowance. That was a, well, you you said you like ice cream. That That's what that was. That wasn't paying the bills. That's why women, when they were single parents, they had to get on some type of welfare. If they wasn't bossed up, they had to get on some type of welfare. And women could not survive alone without a man back in those days. Financially? No, hell no. Hell no. Shit. You got, like, fucked up. So you got to understand, man, like, all that shit plays a role and we've we've sat back and we've allowed this this whole thing to construct and deconstruct what we're supposed to be trying to build see we got the blueprint we got the resources there's no more excuses anymore so you know we allowed this this whole thing to happen because it, it it it's it appealed to us you know um we weren't getting no pussy man you know like I mean we were black black I mean I wasn't at the age but it was, it was, a, even when I talked to older cats, they, they tell me, they, they told me like, man, like y'all young niggas is, we was trying to do what y'all was doing, you know? So these things set it a tone and, and now we are where we are. So, you know, how do I bring this back full circle, right? So there these women for so long, for that period of time, let's go back to what I was just talking about, that time where they finally started to kind of come into what they are now, where they, they transformed into. That was like about a couple years, you know. Some people would say it was f- four years. Some people would say it was ten. Some people would say it was twenty years in the making. I say it spanned from a, it really it really took off around like oh seven oh eight oh nine. And it, and it finally completed its mission into full-fledged evolving around 2013-2014 that's when it really just became like it was it's here it's not going anywhere the like other year was like oh my god this is getting bad but it's like yeah we still have some hope look at the four girls over there now it's like damn what the fuck so it's just like you know what you have to understand um, people is that during that time black women weren't not being reprimanded If anything they were being fully encouraged and fully embraced in anything and everything they do now we already live in a western civilization where mothers and moms which most women are you know or will become um are like glorified like damn near like a god so you already kind of have been trained to look at women in general like, they're perfect. Like, there's got to be... If they do anything wrong, it's, it's some man's fault or, or even another woman's fault. It's never the specific woman we're talking about. They've been the babies of the world for a long time. So, we naturally coddle them. And, oh, well, she's a girl. Let it... You know, we, 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 we give them passes that we don't give the boys or men. Um, so, with that being said... And I'm not complaining about that. I'm just telling you the truth. So, with that being said, there would already that into play now you take what i just talked about right there the mother thing and you you multiply that by the fact or amplify it by the fact that a lot of the black men that should have been checking these women and and putting our foot down and being leaders and not falling to a temptation of the flesh you know um these black girls were just looking so sexy all of a sudden. I mean, they didn't, I'm not saying they weren't sexy before, but it was, I mean, they, they look like sex now. Like when you see a black girl now, you just can't look at her without thinking about sex. I mean, the hair, everything screams, I will fuck you. I'm a porn star. I'll suck your dick, right? So what you got to understand is during that time, that period where the period right before it, right? And the period while it was actually happening, they weren't being checked and these black men were raised by moms so they already have it in their mind not to check the women because that's who they were raised by we we growing up all of our all of us have to admit we our moms were perfect to us it wasn't until we got older we started to see certain flaws but like, damn that wasn't that wasn't no real nigga move she pulled right there but when we were younger you can tell nothing about our mom your mom some hit. kids have moms that are hoes smoke cigarettes drink liquor do drugs they don't they don't look at their mom they say, "We look at their dad you know what I'm saying or their uncle or their granddad so basically you know during this time they were being told that everything they were doing was okay at the same time Hollywood was grabbing black women left and right I mean Hollywood's been giving black women a shot for a long time now right I mean they have but it became different and this is around the time you have Carrie Washington on Scandal. This is around the time you have Gabrielle Union on Being Mary Jane. These were see, I didn't watch these shows. I've never watched an episode of Scandal. I think I watched one episode of Being Mary Jane with somebody, you know, just being at their house. However, I I have to acknowledge the the um the the, the, the the grandness of those shows Those shows were as big as a Breaking Bad Which is another show I didn't watch But I know it was an epic show Dexter Another show I never watched But I know these are big shows These shows are so big Even somebody like me Who's never watched them Knows just how effective they were And how much of an impact that they had So what you have to understand Is that black women were really rising so it's like, in, 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 in on the positive side, they're winning. On the negative side, they're still winning because we're embracing and encouraging all the negativity, all the sass, all the attitude. We're just we're just running with it all. Fuck it, we just love black women. We started even calling black women God. And we started saying the black woman is earth and the black woman is the mother. And the black woman, they started making posts like black women own the color orange and black women own the color brown. It was like black women couldn't do it wrong. You got a black girl with straight blonde hair looking like Marilyn Monroe going in on a white girl who has cornrows with her own hair I mean this was the and nobody was allowed to say anything and social media they were allowed to really tag team on people and people slept on social media at that time they didn't know that social media is now the new newspaper magazine and news station nigga that's a that is three, um, three birds of propaganda being killed with one stone. Social media. So where our parents grew up having to read a magazine, a newspaper, watch a TV channel and get word of mouth and see billboards to condition their brains into thinking differently. We just get on one app, Instagram. Twitter And boom, you're just automatically plugged into the new matrix. You see what I'm saying? The new way, the new age, the new world order. So with that being said, like you got to understand that the, the, the black woman is sitting there. She's going through a wild phase. She's never been able to be this wild before. She's never had been able to be so judgeless. So uh, shameless, so just open and I don't care what people think. I'm gonna dye my eyebrows blue if I have to. I'm gonna, and and they don't know how to use this freedom. They they really don't. They don't know. How, I mean, if you look around, I mean, this freedom is destroying our our sisters, our daughters, our mothers. It's destroying our women. You know what I'm saying? And like, for the pres- for the sake of the preservation of the black race, that's why I do what I do. So because we need our we need our black women. Um, so with that being said, like you know you got to understand that. Now that black men are starting to kind of wake up from the snooze like, okay, I'm over the hype, right? You know, I'm over the hype of you twerking. I'm over the hype of you finally getting your nails and your hair, you know, looking sexy. I'm over the hype of you'll suck my dick. I'm over the hype of you a fucking nympho. You guys have literally become nymphos. Like, I'm over the hype. It's now annoying. It's now disgusting. It's now embarrassing because we thought... The white girls were going to keep hoeing with you and you wouldn't be the only ones but nope they gave you the ball and they sat back and said y'all got it you know like it used to be um, if you don't believe me it used to be Jerry Springer it used to be uh, I know y'all remember this one girls gone wild everybody remember girls gone wild they went all around America showing you white girls nothing but some little sluts now it's the black girls that they're going around showing you because the black girls go around showing you themselves we don't need girls gone wild loving hip hop is a bunch of girls that gone god damn it and gone wild bad girls club all these little shows they have a whole bunch of girls on their gone wild we don't need girl gone wild no more we don't need jerry we don't need jerry okay we need a judge and a jury and we need them right now in a hurry i had a dream that one day the black women in America would stop wearing fake hair. Okay, we we, we needed this right now on the dot, on the dot. Let's go, right? So, because it's, it's, it's urgent. People don't understand it's urgent. You know what I'm saying? 144, it's urgent. 144, it's urgent. It's coming. You know what I'm saying? So, like, we have to be somewhat in order. So, here's the thing about it. Like, fast forward to now. Now you have black men speaking out. And it's so wild to them. It's almost to the point where I really thought that they were just being dicks about it, but no, they really truly believe, no, there's no way our black men could have this much of a problem with us. It's not us. It's them. They're no, you don't really think I have terrible customer service and I'm really mean to people and I'm terrible with men and I'm terrible at raising kids. No, you're just gay. No, you you don't think those things about me. You just hate your mama. You just hate being black. You just hate women. No, no, that's not, that's just, there's nothing that we could possibly be, be doing to make a bunch of random men who don't know each other all say the same thing, and we have other women saying the same shit that these men are saying. Oh, then no. No, they, no, it can't be us. It, it, no, these people are coons, girl. do not you know that? These these people are sellouts, sis. You know, these these guys are faggots. They're on a download. They hate themselves. Oh, oh, girl, don't you know that one of us, I don't know which one of y'all, who was it, you? Was it you? But one of us hurt them. Don't you know that they're just bitter and hurt? Don't you know that? Don't you know that we are the queens of healing, with all of our chakras and and all of our crystals. It, it, how could it be us? Bitch, we burn sage every day, bitch. Like, how the fuck could it be us? You it know, it know, it's them. It's, it's got to be them. So it's so it's so mind boggling. I've even had, and it's funny, when I read that post, I was like, I gotta make an episode about this. Because I've actually had black girls tell me I'll say something, and I won't even say anything rude. I don't ever say anything rude. I'll just say some regular shit. I, get, I ain't gonna lie. I will get rude with them when they get rude with me, but I usually give them at least two chances before I do that. I'll be blunt, but I don't be rude and disrespectful. I don't feel the need to do that to get a point across, because I know they'll do it anyway. If you don't do it, they'll do it. ever whoever doesn't do it is usually the other person that will do it, right? When we're dealing with a, a very toddler-like group of people. So, w- what happens is, I I will go into a comment section, and I might say something very regular, like, you know, um, black women uh Claim they don't need a man, but I bet if she had a man, the situation would have turned out differently for her. You know, it might have been a situation where, like, a girl was like followed to her house or something like that. Like, right? Um, and, um, I've had like, I'll say something like that. You know, nothing like black bitches ain't or Ha ha ha, nothing, you know, just some regular shit I feel like should be said. We need to have these conversations, you know? We need to have them in the heat of the moment too. So everybody get things off their chest. Um, and and I, I will have a black girl come and comment and tell me something like, look here, Karen. I know that's you you white girl you know it's like like it's almost to the point that basically what they're trying to do is say like there's no way you a black man would say that about black women why not i mean there's no deflection if i was to sit here and go off on any other group of people which i do you know what i'm saying there there would be no there'd be no deflection you wouldn't if i sat here and talk about white women all day Dragging through them, but Oh look they ain't got no lips Oh look the hair's so thin Oh sunburner ass bitch If I sat here all day And I dragged them I wasn't even just saying The stuff I say about black women Which is just logical Factual things I was just talking Reckless What black girl gonna come tell me that Oh a white girl must have hurt you What? Why would I not be as gay as I am now Talking about black women As if I'm talking about white women So what white A white woman I can talk about if I talk about white women, I'm heterosexual. If I talk about black women, I'm gay. Nobody would ever come and tell me, oh, stay out of women's business. Or any of these other weird, you know, uh winded ass, very tired ass comebacks that y'all use. By the way, did y'all know y'all all use the same comeback? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like y'all got the same little comebacks rather than actually having a response because you don't have anything to add to the conversation. But I'm not here to beat you down today. I'm just trying to explain to people why, you know, these girls are like that. It goes back to that period where black women were let off the fucking Richter, off the fucking leash and they just went fucking haywire. They went crazy. Sorry for my profanity. They went crazy. They went they went they went A-wall. They went Renegade. They that's that's it right there. They ran Renegade. And when they did that, they became different, right? They became different and it was just it became different. It was the it was the became a majority thing. What was once a minority was now the majority. But at the same time, peep game though, that's the beginning of the sign of the times because the whole world is flipped upside down. Things that were once okay are now not okay. The things that were once not okay are now okay. So it's not just black women. I mean everything is is flipping, you know, and the tables are all turning and it's it's getting kind of weird and spooky, and I really don't like it. But i'm here for the ride you know but basically like what i'm trying to say is this like you got to understand that there was a period that black we have to and black men we have to be responsible for this there was a period where we allowed our women to run fucking wretched we, we allowed them to run amok and once we started to see and we haven't even seen the true fruits yet that's what's crazy you think these are fruits no these are not fruits These are sprouts. I'm telling you that when we've just saw sprouts, that's what we've seen in the last three years. That's 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 nothing. The long term effects of what's going on right now with our with our women and us is is this is not. Trust me, this is not as bad as it can get or will get. But we sat there for so long, allowing it, encouraging it, embracing it, that it doesn't make any sense to them. You got to understand in their brains, they really, they really, it's, it's not that they don't want to, people say, oh, they like to deflect because they don't like, they lack accountability. I, I, I'm starting to think that, yes, I'm not saying that's not true, but I am starting to think that one of the real reasons why it's like that is because that we went for so long, not checking them and no other group was doing that. See, that already got shut down. See, this is all a part of a, a grand scheme. I hope you know that. And it it was perfectly designed, and it's working perfectly fine. In the grand scheme of things, that's how it was supposed to be. Because before black women were beyond reproach, y'all not gonna like what I'm about to say, but I'm about to say it. Black people were beyond reproach. There was a time in this country where we were doing really good, and we were excelling, and there was things we would not go for, and then it just snapped. And we know that was around the 70s, right? Late 60s, 69. About 72, it was there. Just the same way they did the same thing. And we were beyond reproach. Nobody could tell us, hey, stop doing that. I remember I watching the show Snowfall, right? Which takes place in the 70s, if I'm not mistaken. It starts off in the 70s. I'm watching Snowfall. And this is like the first episode too this happens. So if you wanna go see it, I think this is the first or second episode and Leon is on the bus and he has his boombox and he's playing his music, you know, he's playing his music. Matter of fact, I know it was the 70s to rap. It wasn't rap, when even out yet. He playing his music. And, and Franklin, who's a little bit more sophisticated, and says, hey man, turn it down. The white man says, hey, can you please turn that music down, please? You know, we're all on the bus. He says, no, nah, nigga, no, nah, I ain't turn the shit down. Turn it up. You know, you can't tell me what to do. You know what I'm saying? He turns the music up and bucks on and looks at the white man like, I'll fuck everybody on this bus up. I'll even fuck you up too, Franklin. Like, you know what I'm saying? He turns into a nigga. And what you got to understand is that's that was a stage. See, they broke the black race down in it and they're going to do it in a trifold. They, they've been got the man, but they, they, they still haven't fully and not took the man all the way down. So what it is was, there was that was the first stage, integration. Right, We started being rebellious We started being beyond reproach And that's not just saying white people couldn't check us No, black people who were Who were who were elevated couldn't check us either Nah, fuck that nigga I don't hear that shit now nah, Fuck that shit nigga That was the new theme It was no longer Yeah, brother, you know what, brother You right, solid brother, solid sister No, it was fuck that shit nigga Nah, fuck that How I'm gonna eat How I'm gonna feed my kid Fuck that shit nigga Fuck that shit nigga And then, right That was that. that, You would be on reproach. Then boom, hip hop, right? Hip hop, black exploitation, all that pimp, pimp culture being glorified, all of that shit. Right. Fuck this up in all kind of ways. Like, once again, these are things as individual. I can easily break down to you very, very precisely. If we could have a whole hour conversation, you'd be like, "This, this, this dude's blowing my fucking mind." I can show you how all this shit play a role, but just to keep the keep the ball rolling on to the pins, you know what I'm saying, it's staying out the gutter. What I'm gonna tell you is that throughout all of that shit, it leads to. Now the black women say, "Tired of this shit." tired of doing certain things and not getting what's supposed to come with those things and if you think for a second that that black woman never sat back and looked at Marcia uh, and, and Enrique and Chad and and Ashley Tinsdale and, and Alex Woo Young and, and Kim Canucci and not compare herself to these people. You have life all the way fucked up. She's saying, even in their poorest of the communities, even in their crime, they're still getting... I'm not getting anything from being a mother. I'm not getting anything from trying to follow behind these men and take care of our men and help them. I'm not getting shit. So they got tired and they flipped. And right, what was right there to help them flip? Nicki Minaj. That whole imagery. You know, that whole newer imagery that was it was different than the Trina it was different than the the Lil Kim it was a whole new you know you we know you know what I'm saying kind of gay really you know what I'm saying like that wasn't like feet like Lil Kim was like a woman like a girl like Nicki Minaj like I know she a female no disrespect to her she's beautiful I'm not saying she looked like one but her energy is kind of LGBT ish, like it's not. It don't. It, it, I'm gonna use one of their terms to describe it. It's, it don't give me, you know, girl vibes. It give me gay vibe. It is, you know, this. is it, If you look at black girls nowadays, they they their energy is gay. It's 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 not it's not girly. It's not hood. That's not that's not that's it's sassy, sissy boy, energy that we get from them. You know what I'm saying? That's a that's some that's like a. A sissy on the loose too. One that ain't nobody can't. He beyond reproach. He beyond reproach. Can't nobody step to him. You know what I'm saying? That's like a a, 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 a sissy Terminator. Like if you had a Terminator, the robots did in the movie with uh Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know what I'm saying? It's like the Terminator, but you got it's like a sissy Terminator. You know what I'm saying? The energy all this. Everybody take all their words from the gay people. Y'all didn't know that. All that. Face beat, oh man, all that, all that shit come from the LGBT. They took, they, they take their whole style from them over there. They, they owe them, they owe them folks a million. That's why black, it's so crazy. Black women take from everybody. I love my sisters, but they do. They take from Chinese people. They want to wear the the. Kimoras and shit, you know what I am saying? And they call themselves Black China and Asian dog. They take from the white girl. They want to do all the shit she do. You know, they take and wear her hair. They want to take from everybody in the motherfucking world and have the nerve when somebody take one little thing from them, and be mad as a motherfucking dog. And they be very, very ready to fight. By them we had that first. Like nigga, share nigga. Everybody sharing with you. Everybody sharing with that black woman. She done got the gay people's words and energy. She done got the white woman's ways, the bad part. She, she she left the domesticated part with the white woman. She left all the good shit with the white woman. She took all the bad shit, right? She got the she got the the the, the she got the she got she got she got everything. She travel, she travel, she everywhere she traveling she like Carmen San Diego. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? She's definitely somewhere in the ghetto and the suburbs at the same damn time. She got a high heel in the ghetto and she got an Air Jordan in the goddamn suburb. And she said, I'm gonna mix and mingle, bitch. I'm here for a bottomless mimosa and some waffles. She ain't come to play. She done got let off the leash and her wig and her weave got wings and that motherfucker's gonna fly. You hear me like, I'm trying to tell you, like, listen, let me calm down because I'm, I'm going to get beside myself. What I'm trying to explain to you guys is that the reason why our sisters are so delusional and deflecting in these type of conversations, where I guess they feel like they're being attacked, right? Even when you say the most simplest, just regular complaint, like I, I'm just bringing the complaint to the manager. Like, look, I ain't say that this restaurant is bad. I'm just saying, like, these fries was kind of cold. I mean, now I'm gonna up. I mean, could you imagine? I mean, this is this is literally what it's like talking to black girls these days about black girls and not kissing their ass the whole time, right? Because even that doesn't work. Um, it's like imagine if you went to a, uh, to the manager or or whoever and, and be like, "Hey, um, I just ordered these fries. These fries are kind of cold," and they'd be like. Whoa. You must hate fat people. You must hate French people. You, you just, you, you know it ain't the French fries ain't cold, nigga. Your mouth just hot, nigga. You, nigga, your breath hot as a mother. Matter of fact, stand back, nigga. You gonna burn my whole left side of my face off, have my goddamn sideburns falling on the floor, looking like crispy ashes. Get, get back. That's what they gonna try. That's what it's like. It's like, nigga, I just said the fries were cold. I ain't say I was never gonna eat here again. I mean. I mean, now I ain't fucking with you, but... You know what, bro? It's straight, bro. The kid got damn fried, man. Shit. Come back in here no more. And I'm gonna write a re- review on Yelp. Then you get on Yelp, and you write the damn review, and here they come trying to discredit the review. You... I wouldn't have a bad review if you didn't give me something ba- bad to write. If I just would have came to you and talked, we could have talked about it. But you want to be on the raw rah so I'm just helping other people understand. Like, hey, if you're going to a restaurant, just be, ca- be careful. I mean, they in there on the rah they on the, they want size all they want is uh you know they got a lot of anima, so just be careful when you go in there so basically what it is is and i and i kind of feel like i kind of feel like overall you know um you know it's sad some sisters going to hear this message and be like, yeah, see, if y'all fall, if y'all fall, they're going to just try to use this against people. Don't do that. Um, that's, that is That is so stagnating. It's not even funny. Like, if you want to see any progression, any perseverance, if you want to see anything be preserved, then don't do shit like that. That's so stagnating. Um, but... Um, basically, I just wanted to, to, to quickly, briefly, you know, I know it's been 40 minutes, but still, you know, just kind of get into y'all's head and help y'all understand why it's like that and and, and, and maybe with more understanding of why it's got there, more accountability and responsibility on our part as the black men who, yes, we have failed our black limit. Um, and there's other factors that contribute to that. But still, nonetheless, still come back to us. Um, I gotta take this turtle out of this cage and put him in the sink. I forgot. Today's the day to do that. We have to understand that when it happened, we sat back and we allowed it to happen. And what it's kinda like is like, if you were to sit back and say to your kids when they're like seven years old, eight years old, all right, you know, you guys can really just do what you wanna do. And they do. And when they start doing certain things that they really shouldn't be doing, like playing with fire, or, I don't know, eating on the couch, or, I don't know, stupid shit, or big shit, they look up at you like, y'all got a problem with this? And y'all were like, yeah, no, nah, go ahead, act up. And then now they're like 14 years old, you know? And it's like, they've been doing what they want to do for like seven years now. And here you come talking about some... Y'all can't be doing that. You can't. They gonna look at you like. Yeah, that nigga is not mad at us. He's just mad because mom left his ass. He just, he just mad. I heard he got fired from his job. I heard he got demoted. I heard he asked for a raise and he ain't get it. It's, it's gotta be something going on with dad because what the hell he talking about. I can't cuss in the house. Nigga, fuck. Fuck you, nigga been cussing at you since I was seven years old (laughs) how the fuck you were gonna tell me I can't cuss nigga I don't even know how to speak without cussing look nigga fuck shit ass bitch damn you know shit fuck you know what I'm saying motherfucker can't stop cussing like because you don't let him do it for so long now they're looking at you like like I mean if if anything motherfucker be if you go to somebody's house every day right and here's the sad part about it now this now now I want you guys to listen to this this metaphor and yes I'm freestyling it but I want you guys to listen to this because it's actually really good Right? So pay attention and think of it metaphorically. So you go to you go to you go to your homeboy's house every day. You never take your shoes off. Like ever. Like he even has told you several times, bro, what are you doing, bro? Come on, just come in. Hurry up, hurry up, bro. Just come in. All right, my bad, I was trying to take my shoes off. No, but you good, you good. Right? For months, you know, to the point where y'all don't even talk about it. You don't even ask him when you walk in this house. Wanna take my shoes off, bro? You just walk right in because you know what I'm saying? Like I said, it's been two, three times he didn't even told you, bro. Come on, bro, you take it too long. Hurry up, come in the house. You know, hurry up, come on, come in. come in the room, I got an Xbox, I got a blunt weight, I'm already, I already already lit it, there's some holes in here, whatever, you know, and then and then one day, and here's what's crazy, I want you to really pay attention to this part of the story, right, so let's just say something happens in his life, he loses his job, he breaks up with his girlfriend, he get into it with his dad, or something like his parents, or a brother, or he get into a fight in the club or something, I don't know, something, just something happens. And then, you know, you call him like maybe like a couple days later or a week later. And you be like, hey, bro, like um, trying to trying to chill, chill, like let, whatever, however you always hit him up. And he be like, yeah, sure, come on. So you go over there, whatever like that. And you, you know, you walk into his house and you start to walk in. He's like, hey, bro, come on, bro, take your shoes off, bro. Like nigga, like you, you ain't see you had dirt on your like your shit. Like, come on, bro, take your shoes off, bro. Even though, now let's stop the story. Even though, right, we all can agree that he's 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 first of all he's fully in his right to do that to to tell you to take your shoes off. It's his house. He can tell you to take your shoes off whenever he wants to, right? We can all also agree that he's right. You know, you sh- you know, you, especially if you have stuff on. You know, you don't stepped in some dirt today. You should definitely take your shoes off, right? However, because that's not the normal protocol, what happens is we will assume that because of the breakup, because of the incident in the club, he's a little tight right now. And that's why he asked us to take our shoes off rather than just looking at it kind of simply, which is you track dirt in the house. There's footprints on his floor. He asks you to take your shoes off. We want to sit there and pick apart. Well, it can't be that. It has to be. Then him and his girlfriend break up the other day. Yeah, but have you ever also brung brung dirt in his house either? Though, you see what I'm saying. So how would you really even know? It's not like you've came in his house before and dragged uh, muddy footprints everywhere, and he just ignored it. And now you could then say, okay, well he probably just tense. So what I'm basically trying to say is that for y'all who still didn't catch on, um, everybody's not fast. Come on, y'all be be nice. Uh, you know, basically what I'm trying to say is that. When we, when we, the black girls were walking in our house with their shoes on and we didn't care. We knew in our minds, we should say something, but fuck it. I want you to hurry up and come in the room. You see what I'm saying? Um, and, And now we're saying something, but instead of them paying attention to what we're saying, they're focused on external factors and, you know, forever changing, at least variables are always going to change, you know, changing variables in a situation that have caused us to have these outbursts, that's why it's oh, you must be this, you must be that, it must be something else going on it can't be that we really have bad customer service, or we really treat black men, you know inhumane, or we really out here doing the most with the kids these days or we really need to take these ugly ass things off our head, It it can't be that, you know, it can't be these huge thick fucking cartoon length eyelashes that we wear I mean it can't it can't be none of that it's got to be them right because uh, it can't be the way we talk about men or treat men or how we talk on these, in this music about using men for money and get the money and dip. It, it can't be none of that nah girl it gotta be these niggas because you let us walk into your house with shoes on every day for over a year straight and now all of a sudden, you're seeing when you now maybe what you should, if you're gonna look at it like compared to breakup, maybe the breakup has opened his mind and make him realize that everything in his life is taking advantage of him, and that he hasn't been respecting himself. Maybe that's how you should look at it. And now he's just taking a deeper look, and he's starting to realize, like, damn, I got niggas. I didn't set a. I didn't set such a disrespectful environment. I got niggas walking in my house tracking in mud and don't even care to even stop and look down and take their shoes off. They just and it's my fault. But see the problem is the black man has been speaking, even myself, we didn't want to say, hey, this is also our fault. We set the tone where they could walk in the house back and forth with their shoes on. You know what I'm saying? Because growing up I was the type of kid like, even if somebody told me, Bro, you do gotta take your shoes off, I always took my shoes off. But you know what I'm saying, like anyways so you know but sort of black women they've been walking in and, out, in and out of our house now for a year with their shoes on and now we want to say something and it might it might some of it some of y'all might not relate but for a lot of people there was a situation that triggered us maybe it wasn't even a black woman it could have just been a situation that triggered us in life period to wake up to a lot of things and, when, and as we woke up some of the things we had to wake up to is also how our sisters have changed and the role that the brothers play in that and, and the role that brothers play in and maintaining this change and that's why the change is still even alive and it's still growing strong and we see the grand effects now you know and some of us we've been seeing them but we kept our mouth shut because we were getting these very shallow surface level benefits from them you know what I'm saying We were, right, let's, let's boil it down and keep it blunt we was getting our dick sucked we was getting some pussy and we was having these Fat booty black bitches, you know, bouncing that ass like they was fucking pinky on goddamn booty, uh, booty talk 75, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, West Coast Productions. So, you know, basically what you got to understand is that this has been going on for a long time now. And that's the breakdown of it. That's the, that is the roots uh, as to why black women are so delusional and deflective in today's society doesn't make any sense to them when they hear it it doesn't make any sense there's no way that this black man could really think these things about me so deeply that he would also tell me publicly on a public platform where any of our enemies can read it instead of black women waking up and saying well damn wait i've been seeing these same complaints back and forth now it's not like this is one guy and he says, and this is all types of guys, ugly dudes, good looking dudes, rich dudes, broke dudes, educated dudes, street dudes. I mean, I'm seeing this is a new thing. Wait, maybe we should sit there and at least, at least listen to them and see what, like, you know, if we can come to a solution, cause we don't like this. I mean, I don't get a kick out. I mean, do you, I mean, I mean, if you don't mind me asking, you know, I would think that's kind of weird. That's, that's a really bitter person to like seeing somebody upset, but basically, you know, um, you know you don't like it. You know you don't want to be in bad terms with your with your black man. You don't want to. You don't want that. Trust me, black woman. Let's not even play play games. Let's not even go back. We're not even gonna do the Cynthia G thing. Like y'all don't want to be in bad terms with y'all brothers. So you know at some point you're gonna have to listen, and I'll go ahead and if nobody else is gonna do it, I'll go ahead and apologize. for Letting y'all get so bad in the first place, we should have stepped up and be like, nah, this can't happen. But I think a, a lot of the reason why we didn't want to step up is also we felt guilty. We knew. A lot of us, especially the more woke brothers who have their eyes open to things, we created this. Like this is, what I'm saying is that when they first started acting the way they're acting now, we should have known or we did know when we looked at them that we're the reasons that they're like, we've been begging them to be this way, you know? Cause there there was a time in America where, where black women were 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 kind of dry, man. You know they were kind of boring. I mean, you know even when we, you know like and and um it wasn't common, you know. But anyways, like you know what that that's that's neither here nor there. But the point of what I'm trying to say is that you know um that those are just the roots of it, and that's that's a very simple breakdown. So if you enjoyed that, you know. Go ahead and hit the thumbs up on the podcast. Share it. Like it. I don't know what platform you're using. You might be able to comment. But definitely share this episode. Um, And once again, like I told you guys before, my ad placement is on the waiting list right now. Again, with Anchor and Spotify. So I'm not getting any streaming money off of my episodes right right now. So if you want to support um, naturally... You can always hit up the Cash App. If you if you need my Cash App, you can always hit me up on Instagram at FreeBandScholar3 or FreeBandScholar4. All donations are welcome and will go towards what I'm doing here. So, I don't need your money for other things. I need your money... So we can have a bigger platform, have more fun, you know. Maybe get some guests up in here or something, Get a better production, you know, where I don't have to be moving around. I can have a, a a whole area just get on camera with it, you know. Show my face, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? What did the five fingers say to say to say to the say to the face like Dave Chappelle? You know what I'm saying? Like being this motherfucker smack, you know what I'm saying? Like nah, but for real. Like, you know, if you want to do that, support the team. You know, Raw Sex, Tommy V. But, yes, you know what I'm saying? It's your boy, Tommy V, of Raw Sex. And, yes, yes, you know, uh, be blessed. Oh, yeah, it's your boy, Tommy V, of Raw Sex. What do I usually say? I forgot what I usually say. I don't care. Have a nice day or some shit like that. I don't know. Go in, go in peace. Wait in water.